BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thought about that. I was like, Brooke's gonna be really tucked away in there. Thank you. No, no, no. That's how I prefer it. I'm wearing my diaper. I'm wearing the pod diaper. Oh. Um, <laughs> new and new for 2020. We're, yeah, we're, we're locking down. This New Year's baby yes. has not been changed is what I'm saying. She's still oh, diaping it up. Gross. <laughs> um, well, some of you might hear familiar voices in the room, you guys. Let's uh, say welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey, guys. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. I'm Jocelyn Hughes, stopping by to say hi. Hey, hey. And, and yeah. I'm Aaron Stein, and I think I'm also stopping by to say hi. <laughs> He's also stopping by <laughs> to say hi. And maybe get bet. And maybe get bet. Yeah. Maybe well, get twisted after this. <laughs> Aaron, you were one of uh, our first ever episodes uh, mm-hmm. that we did and interviewed, and we love you, and it's been basically a year since we've seen you. Well, happy anniversary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're here she to you. And Jossie, how have you been? The listeners are curious. Hi, guys. They're demanding to know what's new. Yeah. Uh, I cured the SIBO. Whoa. Yes. I know all of you were worried. We were. I'm still not drinking. I know all of you were worried. <laughs> <laughs> Nugget still stares at everybody. Again, I know you were worried. Everything's great. Good. Did you tell them what happened to you that's exciting today? That I... Is your mom listening? No. Oh, no, that happened yesterday. Are you going to be a big sister? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple tats. I'm freshly tatted. Oh, oh yeah. She's got some ink game. Yeah. Ink Brooke game came strong. With me. I know. I went I went to go see it's it's fun. We were such femmy little bitches in that store. Everyone else was way more hardcore. Um, and just sort of like, wow, what is that horrible chirping noise? And it was like, it's me being friendly. <laughs> um because <laughs> of the territory, though, you got to be hard. You know? I know everyone That's what is the tattoos are for. Everyone's definitely a badass, but Joss was laughing that a girl walked in prior to her, who's like, eh, "Help! Is it gonna oh hurt?" Oh my god, she asked Will a million it... questions that were not okay. It was like all Googleable, yeah, and this yeah. poor tattoo artist was just sitting there, like, "Yeah." She's like, "Will I cry? Will it hurt? What should I do?" And my friend's coming. She's gonna come. Wait, I have to make sure she can come too. Can we hold on a second? Oh wait, she's texting. Back. Okay. She says she can come between five and six. I was like, wow. Good Lord. She's like, I wonder what tattoo she was going to get. A hummingbird. For yeah, sure. right. Yeah. Minnie Mouse or a something. Dolphin. 
uh, uh, cursive, cursive, um, beautiful text that just says, believe, mm, you sure. know, <laughs> believe in your ability to get a tattoo. What people. if like, what if Berg said that and I slowly like just pushed <laughs> my shirt up and like, it just said, believe right across my belly. It friend, was me. Our friend Carrie has a tattoo that says no regrets right on her fucking arm. Oh. She was rocking that, um, back in November and I was like, huh. Interesting. Bold it's choice. Very bad font. Mm. Uh, she knows. She knows. We talked. We had a good laugh. She yeah. knows that I used to have Elvis on my back. I was like, "Come on, I can make. I can make fun of you." He's yeah. still there. Yeah, I know he's still there. <laughs> I didn't know you had Elvis on your back. Does everyone here have a tat? Yeah. Yes. Uh, air quotes, Elvis. Actually. Oh. <laughs> Prison yeah. tat Elvis. It was it, I wish you I wish you would have kept it. It's my favorite. Oh, but God. I'm glad it's also covered. Yeah. It was a great joke, but it was not fun to be the joke every time I was at a bathing party. Thank God. Thank you very much. Aaron, real quick, uh, did a little research. You have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Is he single? He is single. Interesting. He looks I, like me. He looks yeah. like a cross between me and Mormon Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. No, no, no. I saw some photos. I just, you know, I just know some cute single girls uh, out and about who are really who? cool. Who you like. They have tats. They have tats. But anyway. tats. With anyway. Jocelyn Hughes. That's actually Jocelyn's new podcast. Fresh tats. That's why she's <laughs> not on this podcast anymore. Welcome to Fresh Tats. <laughs> <laughs> it's only an, 10 minutes long because I can only talk like this for 10 minutes. <laughs> And then that girl comes in, she's like, These tats aren't even that fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that fresh. And she this girl's like, really Is this podcast going to be really long? Because, like, is it going to hurt my ears? Because, like, my friend's going to come. <laughs> I heard her talking at Panera Bread, it sounded nothing. Like <laughs> oh my God, there's like nothing I love more than a post Panera Bread <laughs> bite after I get a fresh tat. A tomato soup bowl. <laughs> Tomato soup bowl after you get like a belief fresh tat sponsored by Panera Bread. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than a mouthful of creamy tomato soup and sourdough bread after I get tattooed for life. Quick fun headline: New food trend already in 2020. Gene Simmons just broke the internet because he posted a photo of himself eating a bowl of cereal filled with ice cubes, and he's like, "Do y'all also put ice cubes in your cereal?" And the world's going nuts. And now, like, is that how we should eat cereal? Uh, no, no, is the not. answer <laughs> to that. Unless you have scalding milk, you need to cool down. I, I mean, don't know. Got, I mean, Scal- you know, longest tongue in rock and roll, if Ew. not the world. He does. It's quite long. Probably has to cool it. Down, yeah, that's flamed. what I'm saying. It's probably some sort from of lizarding from therapy. Being stuck I, out his whole life. I guess I'm confused in the like it's everything that accompanies cereal to me is to it is for the wet department. Yeah, and so now it's just freezing cold, extra hard. Yeah, with cereal. Whatever. Yeah, because like the minute you put liquid on cereal, it's a race against time. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I'm wondering if that preserves the integrity of the crunch and the flake. See why it would. But you're just basically then just getting hard, cold cereal. And I guess my question would be, like, does it melt? Because then it's just cold water in cereal, which is also sounds gross. Yeah, it waters it down. It's like ice milky. But I'm gonna start putting warm milk. I'm gonna heat my milk up and pour it on that's my cereal. Cold that sounds oh, delicious. <laughs> It's just in 2020. Gene Simmons ruined the internet's brain. Ice cubes in his cereal. I might try it a little bit later. He's not like old and delirious. I know. I mean, fucking 70 something. He's 70. How many? Almost 80. 
fucking like, you know, how much ketamine can you That's take? That's what I'm saying. How many drugs has that pal done <laughs> over the years? Him. This diet is probably keeping him alive. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's doing cryogenic freezing from the inside. <laughs> he's like, I mostly just eat ice cubes. Preserve the tongue. <laughs> Moving on. We covered that on Fresh Tats. <laughs> Feel free to use this story for Fresh Tats. Uh, okay, so they're already on eater.com they're already predicting the biggest restaurant design trends for 2020 Ooh, let's hear it more communal tables (laughs) (laughs) please okay so uh, the new thing in 2020 is going to be maximalist maximalist what's eh? that that's just tgi fridays it's It's a buffet right it's when you like no that's where there's a bunch of stuff all over the wall yeah you take a staple gun and put an old baseball mitt on the wall you know who had a maximalist design was buka de fucking (laughs) do you watch john daly's stories no john daly's a comedian based in la an actor he's so funny and he does this, he's been doing this Buca de Peppo story oh, oh. where he just goes, Buca de Peppo. And then he's got this person who's like, Buca de Peppo. So if you are listening out there, go to John Daly's Instagram. <laughs> just randomly out of nowhere, he'll post it. And then he'll post it like a million times in different ways. It's very funny. All right. So here's another restaurant trend predicted for uh, the 2020s, the boring 20s, right? Is that what we're going to call this decade? Yeah, that's what I've been calling it. I've been calling it the boring 20s. Okay, just the word, curves. Oh, you people are going to take a curves. Yeah, they're uh, going to take a class instead for of exercising. It turns into a restaurant. I, I love get that. it. Exactly. And then you have to get up after a certain time and move to another table. Exactly. I love that. You get about two minutes on each station. Mm-hmm. Then you got to rotate. Women only. Mm-hmm. Women only. Um, and then uh, you know, but also it's like curves. You're talking about like the 20s or 40s. That was like very like Art Deco. Oh yeah, beautiful. It's super Deco-y. Right. And then finally, another big prediction is edgy jungle. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. oh boy. That's called Rainforest See, you guys are Cafe. Laughing. I am. I am all into edgy jungle. I like edgy jungle, but I'm like that's the Rainforest Cafe. It's Listen true. to me. It's I true. speak the truth. Can I get a smoke machine and a little bit of a roar roar from a crocodile? Say, you guys aren't thinking edgy. I'm thinking like cheetah with like pink spots. It's like and Ooh. and they just let it loose through the yeah. restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And it just walks around. It's so skinny. It's like. <laughs> but is it like I mean I think edgy jungle I think it's like when you're when you're in a clearing and the jungle's there and you just step in and you just completely disappear. Uh-huh. I am on board for this also. If anyone's listening, we need two million dollars. Yeah, right. Edgy jungle. <laughs> edgy jungle. Edgy jungle. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yep, you saw this shit. It's so at, to me, it's also like, no, in the in the 1980s, too, everyone had like crazy fake ferns everywhere mm. in all the restaurants and they would just let them sit there and get dusty Yeah, for decades. And we're like, all right, are we going to do this and are we going to keep our plant fronds clean? Okay. Well, keep, uh, keep in mind, too, in, we're just days into the boring 20s and jungles are kind of like leaving planet Earth. Yeah, so wherever we can build burn, more let's jungles. Let's cut them down and yeah. bring them to us. Please. Oh, my God. And then... For the sheer cost of it, we'll charge $25 a cocktail to pay for the decor. To pay for our fig leaf fern. Hey, give me a jungle. We've decimated the jungles to make room for cattle farming. But don't worry. We brought the jungle to the restaurant where you can eat that cattle. And also, don't forget your paper straw. 
Oh, yeah. Everyone bring your metal or paper straws and uh, meet us. The cheetah's going to be working the room from uh, 5 to 7 tonight. Get here for <laughs> cheetah happy hour. And you can go get lost in some palm fronds on your way to the bathroom, Chest which is her. just a hole in the floor because you, you don't shit in a real toilet in the jungle. <laughs> Do you guys have any fronds specials tonight? <laughs> Hi, I'm coming with a group of eight fronds. Uh, I was going to go there next. I'm glad you went there. There was a BuzzFeed article that went off about, basically they collected every hilarious tweet someone made about Olive Garden or a meme this past like several months. My favorite, I will, if I can find the name, I'll credit it. But someone's tweet was like, at Olive Garden, my compliments to the microwave. <laughs> Amazing. Good. And the plastic bag this was transported in. Yep. I, yep, yep, yep. I have one funny Olive Garden story. My sister Ooh, in Omaha, Nebraska was graduating high school, and I said, we can go out to eat anywhere in downtown L.A. She's like, anywhere? I was like, yeah. She's like, Olive Garden. I was like, anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> she's like, no, Olive, Olive Garden. You're like, I'm sorry, I she's can't like, hear? She's like, are, so she was like, are you, would that be okay? <laughs> I was like, sure, we can do it. Whatever you need to do, nice baby brother. Says. And I'll be honest, though. That salad can get me all the salad time. Salad is oh, good. You can buy the dressing fuck now. Fuck me up. You can buy the dressing salad. and you can buy cheesecake, the the bread they have, that like brown bread they serve at Cheesecake Factory, they mm. sell in stores now. Mm. I know. Mm, mm, mm. I would like some of that slippery oily salad. <laughs> Just <laughs> It's so good. a little overdressed for my liking. I was like, oh, I want a salad that I have to drink at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soup salad all together. My favorite uh, olive, oil, olive oil. My favorite Olive Garden experience was I was home. My mom loves Olive Garden because she can get soup and salad. Of course, everyone's favorite. What is it, 11 something? Yes, yeah, so 11 11.95. And I was walking in behind this couple and this woman looked up at the, the fake grapevines that are like around the entrance. And she was like, I feel like I'm in France, Frank. <laughs> it's like, well, that's wrong because you're supposed to be transported to Italy, but close enough. You are American. It's not like, you know, the difference. Oh, Good night. Man. That's incredible. I feel like I'm in not Libertyville, yeah. Illinois. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, guys, it's time for some server submitted, submitted stories. Hi, right, this is from at Boston Server. Happy New Year, ladies. I hope you had a lovely time off with your friends and family. Thank you. You too. I work in a hotel bar and it was the Monday of Christmas week. I was the only server working the floor and was getting my ass handed to me. Oh, nightmare. Everyone needed something. Chaos. I finally managed to reach this gentleman sitting alone to get his order and he turns to me and says with a flamboyantly annoyed voice, it took you eight minutes to greet me and that table across hasn't been bust in 11 minutes. Whoop. Upon apologizing and saying that I was the only server on the floor, the starburst of a man flatly asks, how is that his problem? I get his wine and I get him settled. What if it's Santa? I send a manager over and he stares her right in the eyes and tells her, I don't want you, shoo, go away. <laughs> Finally, at the end of our lovely holiday experience, the Scooby-Doo villain turns to me and says, look, you seem like you have personality, but I'm not some Joe Schmo off the street. I go to nice places. This experience has been traumatic. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, problems started happening once um, tra trauma became part of like the regular lexicon in this fucking yeah. country. He leaves and tips 20%. Okay. So much for the holiday spirit, but at least my manager and I bonded over how much of an asshole that guy was. Godspeed and good tips. Uh -huh. P.S. You should do a, totally do an episode on hotel bars. They are their own special level of hell. I can't. I don't want to do. No. <laughs> hotel is... Hotel is... You know what you're doing. I've worked in, like, 
heavily touristed areas. And, and you guys, if you've listened, you know that I worked at a house of blues and we got all the Jerry Springer guests before they went on Jerry Springer. Oh. I've lived that life. I don't know. But also, can we just have a, he tipped you 20%. Yeah. I know. I, I found that to be true when I was a server, like the worst person just want to get it off their, they're like, listen, I don't like this. The worst thing they can do is they'll just be like, if it's you, they'll tell a manager, don't tip. Cool. But like, if it's everything else and I'm trying, they usually leave a fat tip, but they want to let you know how they feel. And I'm right, cool right. With that. Like also, that guy was tra- traumatized. Okay. Is anybody tra- else getting like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory vibes off this? Hundred <laughs> like, percent. That's who it was, right? I don't want you <laughs> shoe. He's in my hot yoga class. Oh, oh. is that guy straight? Well, JP? No, no. no I was like, there's no way. Um. Also, I like the idea that probably part again we keep doing the psychology of these customers mm-hmm. where that's part of his kink. That's part of his dining Loves experience it. every time where you're going to get 20%, but you're going to hear about how he's he's not just some Joe Schmo off the street. But also keep in mind, he had those tables clocking in. Oh, now he, was, he yeah. was here to work. He clocked in for this experience. Yeah, he's like timing it. Exactly. Like when you have a customer like that, you just have to realize how unhappy they are. Like the fact that he was <laughs> yeah. like sitting there timing things that tables in the bus in 11 minutes. Cool. Like, Great. thanks, Father Time. He's like, look, Did I you travel get a all burger? over the United States of America, mm-hmm. and I go to all sorts of hotels. He should, yeah. get, a, he should get a, he should get a secret also, shopper job. But also, Boston server should do a little bit better pre-bussing, right, Boston? Oh, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, <laughs> come on, Boston server. Don't bring cherry picking into this, Aaron. <laughs> it's just something to think about. It's just something to think about, maybe. Maybe a little better time management. <laughs> Never hurts. Sorry. Is this me? Yeah, this is it. A submission from uh, Simon RVB. Uh, when I worked at Olive Garden, everyone's favorite French restaurant, All right. we were encouraged <laughs> to hand out guest connection cards when we presented the check. Some servers wouldn't do it at all. Some would write a note, and then there was me being all extra and shit, drawing pictures and writing notes. On the back of the card, there was a blank space for guests to write comments. If the guest didn't write anything and left the card at the table, I would reuse it. Go green, baby. I think that was for you, Joss. Go green, baby. Um, Sometimes when I got crazy busy, I wouldn't even look at the card and just throw it in my book. Well, towards the end of my shift, I was going to use one of my cards that I had been using for tables all night. But for some reason, I decided to look on the back of this card. To my surprise, there was a phone number on it. I about shit my pants because I had been using this card over and over again and thought, oh my God, how many tables saw this card with a phone number on it and thought I was trying to get, uh, get with them? Fuck my life but it just says FML. I still found humor in this situation and laughed about it that night. Every time I trained new staff, I made sure to tell them to check their guest connection cards so it doesn't happen to them too. Now that is caring. That is caring. He sent a photo of his typical, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll post it, but Simon, we love you. Thanks for submitting. I wonder if like, uh, please go ahead. And oh, play. no, no, no. Like he showed me one of his guest comment cards. I'm like, oh my God, he got out like a whole box of Crayola markers and did like, and does like a thank you with a pot of gold and a rainbow and you're Love like that's it. extra wow. that's extra that's commitment yeah. I wonder how many like whose phone number that is and how many like you up texts like <laughs> that phone number oh, received right? that poor that person's like just their phone numbers they probably just took it down and then yeah. just texting each other also how many connections did he make for that person also oh, I will right. say if, if that is the case and someone from Olive Garden is like slipping your phone number it's a, an eggplant emoji is more than appropriate to oh. use <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> didn't even think of that yeah. wet noodles you know 
That's such a game. That's like 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 Olive Garden roulette. You just go and put your number on the back of a bunch of those comment cards, and then leave and see what comes in for you. Mm-hmm. See what just gone mm-hmm. fishing. Not a bad deal. Also, maybe just doing that to someone that you really would like to hook up with. Just go into a restaurant and put that on the back of the card, and see if we can help better someone else's life. Just like a meet me in the bathroom. Hun- well, the- well. To Andrew, why do you always take it to the bathroom? <laughs> what? That's where I like to fuck, Aaron. Um, well, guys, thank you so much. Some of those were older server submitted stories because we uh, cultivated some specific holiday ones the past few episodes. Uh, but we are looking for a new batch, so you can email us at sideworkpod at gmail.com. Jocelyn, we, we got an email. <laughs> what? Lots we got of big an changes. Email address. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I like yeah. how he was an email for me. I was like, I'm ready. Who is it? Is he, <laughs> living, is he in prison? What does he want? <laughs> is he in prison? But uh, yeah, feel free. Uh, service industry related uh, retail, even if you got something great about some ridiculous customer, we'll hear from you. So if you're like, as long as, long as he's not locked up emotionally, I'm fine. You know, <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Guys, topic of the day. Uh, a little bit of a revisit from when we started a year ago, but we're using the actual terminology. Let's discuss the January slump. Mm. What is it in the restaurant industry? How do we describe it? That is the great restaurant closer. January to February are the most dangerous times where you show back up after Christmas, you need rent, and everyone's like, hey, we're going to co- go ahead and cut your hours. We're not doing too well. Everyone's had their their week time to say, oh, we've done our numbers from last year. We didn't do as good as we thought. Like, very dangerous for a little restaurant. And the so, customers are done partying. They've awesome. spent all their money. Postpartum. They're trying to be healthy, so they're like, we're going to stay mm-hmm. home and cook. They do mm-hmm. not go out to eat. You have your you have your BS resolution of going to go to the gym. Keto only. Yeah. I'm going to make my own food at home because it's better for me. Yeah. Right, which I, I do like all of this stuff, but I'm not hardcore about it. I love going out to eat. I love fraternizing, you know, in these establishments and... Here's the thing. So some of the stats that I read, as we all know, we know, oh, God, what the January, February, um, basically up until Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. it's about six weeks of like a barren Mm -hmm. service desert. The worst. So uh, some stats, some stats between 2013 and 2019, uh, according to Nation's Restaurant News, traffic during the month of January is 6% lower than the average month which that's a dip, and 11% lower than the peak month, which is June. Um, and that's not good for bottom lines. Uh, so I want, you know, full, let's also talk about, too, like if you live in East Coast area, to one uh, weather situation, like a bad snowstorm, say goodbye to your Saturday night business mm-hmm. yeah. on top of that, too. So any like trickle of customers you were going to get, they're like, it's stew time. <laughs> it was, it was 60 when I was home in Chicago That's yeah, weird. during no, Christmas. That's so weird. soon it'll be a snowstorm or a fire. Yeah. yeah. You have to predict a flood. It Maybe could be one, any one of those things. One or the other. Um, I also feel like you, you throw fucking like the Super Bowl into the middle of all this too, mm-hmm. which also is bad for business. If you're not a sports bar. Totally. So it's just, yeah, it is a weird crickety month. But let's talk about like, you know, yeah. how to get through it. Well, yeah. So um, I think first of all, I oh, I did want to specifically talk about what makes January slump even more trendy and ridiculous is now it's like hashtags and movements. How many articles have you seen pop up like how to get through your dry January? Mm-hmm. And it's this fad mm-hmm. that everyone's like, are we doing it? Are we all doing it? And bars, especially in the UK, because we know our, our you know, our British co, you know, 
We know our British friends over there are not having this dry January, no. but they're truly trying to rail against it and come up with alternatives because it's murdering. Like you're already doing poor with food sales and now people are fully like, and no drinks, which is where you make your money mm-hmm. at an establishment. So it's called dry newary mm-hmm. is what some people call it. Mm-hmm. Dry newary. Has anyone ever done it's one really of those? trying hard. No, I, I can't think... even understand why. What are you? What are you doing for yourself? It's just like I can control myself. It's just like, what is wrong with you? Well, I think coming why, up... is this is this a thing? <laughs> is this like? Are you reaching out for help? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I feel like, and then you you're like, well, go... I guess I'll see you at the bar on January fifteenth yeah. because I'm sure that's when you'll be back. You know, like, <laughs> but I'll be sitting down at a restaurant, and it's, this has happened since New Year's, and I'm like, oh, I have a bottle of wine. Oh, I'm not drinking for dry anymore. What is wrong with you? you can't, you're, if, like, if you, I'm so scared. Like, are you going to have a sip of wine and then you're going to go some Coke bender in the back? Like, what's going on? Like, I really just want to understand what is the premise behind it because it is a huge thing and it's huge numbers. And our generation is weird about it. It's like, no one else is drinking in January. Well, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> I would never drink in January. And there they are. In their, yeah, there they, there they are hiding in their closet. I'm like, you guys. <laughs> Like for me, because, you know, the, the backlash comes from being an overindulgent piece of shit yeah. all during December, where it's just like, how about just pace yourself in general, or even if, okay, so I know that it's like holiday parties galore. I didn't really have any this year. I had to throw one so I could mm. attend one. Anyways. <laughs> um, Must have lost your invite in the mail. <laughs> It got lost in the mail, right? I My invite, Aaron? I, I, yeah, yours got lost in the mail. Okay. I, I, I was so sick and tired of making up excuses not to go to holiday That's parties. Awesome. I would literally love to trade with you next year. Uh, it was cool up until I was like, but I have a nice dress I'd like to wear somewhere, <laughs> you know. Cut to me alone at a bar in an evening gown with a white wine shandy. Uh, just hiding uh, an Olive Garden phone number across <laughs> the bar. <laughs> but... um. I mean, you guys, here's like a little tip. You know, you've got that stretch from December 26th until basically January 4th, where the only other big thing coming up is New Year's, if you even give a shit about amateur night. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just immediately was like, I'm going to kind of not eat so much bread. Uh, Get those fucking cookies away from me. Let's hike every day. I did not feel awful past December 25th. Also, you don't have to feel... Anyway, so yeah, to me, it's just like... That is uh, definitely really, really hard for this industry. So um, basically a, a different philosophy that people are trying to engage is called trinuary because everyone has to have a mm. great name. But it's like go out, support, and try places you've mm. never tried before. You don't have to go crazy. Have mm. one drink. Have two. But go try the food. Get mm-hmm. out there. And uh, yeah, so we'll talk about ways to, I think, combat this as a restaurant mm-hmm. manager and owner yeah. what like do you guys do you kind of staff up at the beginning of the year like hey guys it's gonna be rough you have you have all the lulls and you, what i've always found is, is like no one likes having like i said they've just bought their kids presents yeah. they, their boyfriend they went on trips they had all the stuff the whole time you're out you're spending money you're having food and no one has money come january 3rd which is usually when it picks back up and the worst is just like not communicating to people like we're not going to have these hours. Like you should plan ahead servers. You should save some money. Like that's hysterical. That's not the life of a server. We don't do that. But the thing is, is like, you need to like, to me, I, I've always, and I said this previously, like I take people's livelihood very seriously. Like you're going to have to pay your bills. You're going to have to do this. You should plan accordingly. And 
it stinks. There's nothing you can do. But also when you're thinking of it in terms of a business, if you're a good business, you're trying to think of the people that work for your business too, because you want them happy. You don't want them coming in to be cut in two hours because it's LA. They probably took an Uber from West Hollywood to get, I don't know your life story, but it's like, you need to be mindful of that. Like, Hey, it's going to be slow. Does anyone not want to come in? Like, yeah. Odd things. Do you just approach January's with uh, more like skeleton staffing or skeleton staffing? And then the other thing is just like engage as hardcore as you can. Like you're hoping that you're good enough, like your bartenders and everyone's going to like bring in people because that's also what you want. But it's like, you have no idea what's going to come. I mean, January for some places is a huge month depending on what it is. Well, I was seeing the other restaurants too, whether or not you've done this or you see this or other places we've worked, we'll be like, all right, time to get creative. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, hey, let's do something like if people are going to be really specific about diets, let's have a special we run all month that's kind of like a keto friendly. So you're going out, not Mm. blowing your diet, like lean into everyone's bullshit a little bit, which I know some restaurants do not like to compromise what they're about, but it's also like you got to pay your rent too. Totally. And if you're going to make that mocktails, make them delicious and make them cost six or seven dollars. I think if they've got quality ingredients, you know, that that's okay if that's what someone wants to choose, that at least it's like the price of a beer or two, you know? I think that could be something to do. You can um, partner with other businesses. You know, if you're like, hey, if you go into this thing down, like I saw on like, oh, if you go to this escape room, the escape room is like, here's $10 toward a meal down the street at this restaurant we like. I don't know. Maybe do that shit. LA's the worst because we're such a seasonal. I mean, the weather is nine tenths of the law yeah. and we're literally talking about 20 degrees here but it's like <laughs> it doesn't oh, affect it's, us it's 55 sake. degrees on a friday night and also i'm sorry i'm, I'm getting that issue it's like you know disney plus and umami burger on my couch sounds perfect like that's the thing you can do is you can you if you're a restaurant and you do delivery you can drop prices mm, on something mm-hmm. and make specials that way you can have a, just as much money on the back door as you can with people in the restaurant but you just have to be so strategic in how you approach everything that it, I mean, it's, it's rough. There's more restaurants closed from January to February mm-hmm. than any other time of year. They just cannot make it. What a bummer. I will. I think though, January during the slump, and this is just places I've worked after the holiday rushes, that's when the actual holiday party for the restaurant that's happens. What I was that's what I was. <laughs> yeah. That's when like the big party happens. So that's at least something to look forward to as a server. You're going to get your, your post holiday holiday party. Yeah. If you can survive the holiday party. <laughs> exactly. I was like, they might I not had, have a I budget. Had, for I had it. termination papers for every single person. Just <laughs> lying there. I'm going to need you to sign this yeah. consent form before walking into the venue. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole tactic is you just have to try and find ways to get people out of their house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's different, you know. This is warm and car culture here. Warm and car culture here, and people in LA love to be seen, especially if the weather drops. We're like, "Ooh, I want to go debut my coat." Yeah, you know, hundred like percent. It's coat season. <laughs> want to be out and about and warm things. These boots. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just like dragging their feet and their Uggs. I think it's smart too, maybe as well for you as a server, especially if you've got a manager who's uh, definitely being like, hey, listen, you're probably going to do three shifts, you know, a week for this upcoming month, but they're going to be good ones. They're going to be less of you. Like, don't do your vacation in December. Take a trip in January. Yeah. Prices drop. You can probably afford the time off at the restaurant. They're like, yeah, bye bye. I don't want to feel bad that Mm -hmm. you didn't make money. And uh, I just think in general, it's it's such a smart move. Also, flip side as a um, diner and a customer, 
go try shit. The hot restaurant is not going to have a line. That's what I was thinking, too. It's a really good time to get reservations at places that you think maybe you couldn't get before the holidays. Like, I'm sure it's it, it's fun to get out there and be adventurous in Yeah, January. go somewhere on Super Bowl night. If you don't care about the Super Bowl, go try a restaurant you can't get into normally. Oh, my God. They're all they're all closed. It's the bit slowest day. It's not usually people will close Super Bowl. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I mean, I was... Pizza's, pizza's it. Pizza That's and it. wings. Pizza and wings. sports bars. Right. Yeah. Can't even. Um, it's a whole. It's a whole culture, man. I know, I know. That many, many people feed into, and I mean, this is the thing. It's like, it. It is. It is shitty that like this one big event like fucking turns the wheels for like the entire country. You know. I mean, I don't care unless the Packers are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. could be. I mean, I, Baby. I, I am wearing my Chargers shirt because, um, or my Rams shirt or whatever. I'm saying whatever LA team. I'm like wearing a Dodger shirt on Super Bowl. I have no idea what's going on. But the thing I is, like, it, right? my Super Bowl is halftime. Like, I'm literally there being oh, yeah. so loud with all oh, the yeah. guys behind me being like, shut up, we're watching the game. Like, talking about girls' shoes until the halftime show, and that's my Super Bowl. Like, that's that's a thing. Like, There's something for everyone. Lean into it. Yeah. I, you don't want... The, my favorite restaurant, I wouldn't want them to be open so that they can lose their ass all day because no one's going to be there. It's like... Yeah. Go, I, my thing is, like, I hate the Super Bowl because my dad's a Cowboys fan. He's, like, super football, like, played football. He's the hammer sign. Like, I'm just like... Bleh. Like, I just kind of lean into that kind of stuff a little bit. Well, I think it's good. I mean, if you can, if your restaurant makes no sense whatsoever, or if you're really, like... um really secure in your clientele where you're mm. like, we know who these are not sports watchers. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a the thing. If you're a bar and you're a sports bar and you have the ability to cater to different crowds every single night, with like sports with trivia, mm-hmm. with whatever is karaoke, like that typically is going to help you more than anything. But yeah, if you're just like a plain old restaurant with no TVs making delicious, awesome food, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Go have a hashtag self care day. Everybody. <laughs> it's probably better for everybody. Um, I feel like too, did you guys during the slump, you know, I, I feel like instead of going to try and get another restaurant job, you know, in addition to supplement it, it's like, Look for a different industry where at least for a few weeks or a few months you could just make a little. Because I know, Joss, like you definitely like nannied and and babysat in Mm -hmm. addition to waiting tables. You know, like obviously I know most of us aren't going to go try and look for like an administration assistant, Mm -hmm. you know, job. That's a reason why we wait tables. But I think advice would be like if you didn't save money, like you might want to see how else you could be creative. I, if I was 25 and Uber and Lyft existed, I, was Dude, pro- I would right? probably be doing that. Gosh. I've absolutely considered it. I'm just, my car's a lease and I'm already creeping up on my mile. No. You don't want to do it. Okay. I don't want to do it. Andrew says I don't want to do also it. Also, the. Uber I don't want to do thing. it. I'm just saying, if back in the day, <laughs> if I Uber needed eats. to. You could Uber Eats. You could, yeah. If you can Uber and Lyft, the other thing is like, New Year's, it's all slow, slumpy, but everyone's like going everywhere. On Super Bowl, they're going places. On New Year's, they're going mm-hmm. places. On Christmas Day, there's no one. They all have to go to the airport. Like, that's not a bad deal. I, I'm so jealous that they didn't have that. I love that. Yeah. Make your yeah. own schedule. The guy last night who dropped off my food was just with his girlfriend. They were hanging out. Like, she was like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, you're like, I was like, I was like, right. Oh, you guys are a team. He was like, Yeah, we just like to spend time together and like drop off food. And I was like, well, I'm going to go cry and eat my <laughs> Impossible Burger. That totally sounds like something. Like, if I was doing Uber Eats, I'd, like, make Brian come with me. And he'd be like, I don't want to do this. I'd be like, whatever, coming, let's go. We're like, making money and spending time, and I don't trust you. <laughs> we might have taken a few fries out of the bag. Don't <laughs> Staple worry. the bags. We're just a little blazed. Staple the bags. <laughs> 
if someone gifted you, because like in December, one of the biggest gifts and out the door money making things is people buying certificates from totally. restaurants in general. Use it in January. Yeah. You're gonna get no, a great table. Don't worry. They'll want to use it on December 30th. I'm sure. If the next no, they, right when it totally. expires, they'll bring it in. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Is it still good? Is no. it still good? It does happen that way. But yes, you're right. It is. But a very this is good me, like you know, pepping it up. To pep it Absolutely. Up. Like, if you got gifted, use it in January, February. People are gonna be real happy to see you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they'll Um, probably send you some stuff because they know you're new, probably. mm Want to know who got it for you. For sure. And seven years ago, (laughs) this gift certificate was bought. Uh, Is it still valid? I think it's, I think they passed a law where they can't go, um, they can't expire anymore. Oh. Like sales and shit can expire, but you can't. Uh, gift certificates can't. I would love to demand a meal from a restaurant that's been long closed and walk into the brick and mortar <laughs> where a new one and I'm like, make it, make it happen. I want what Walt Disney ate. I want it, you know, and then be like, you must redeem this certificate. <laughs> I think like your gift certificate's a scroll if it's from that far back. <laughs> the town crier comes out. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Very, very silly. Um, I think on an upside, too, is if, uh, you know, there's a cool brewery, a cool wine bar, a place where you're, like, maybe not so versed in what they serve. This is also a great time where the sommelier or the beer brewmaster Mm -hmm. or just the bartender, they're going to talk to you. Totally. Where during the holidays, fucking forget it. You and your cranberry teeny can go F yourself. They're slammed. Yeah. And I feel like there's a chance to actually like maybe even ingratiate yourself if you've always wanted to be a weird, you know, a regular. I mean, um, I know Made West did like a huge event at the dojo in downtown LA yesterday. That what's I heard that about. called? Made West Brewery. And I think there's a lot of like fun curated bar nights and stuff like that that happen. You know, there's also a lot of breweries like I know in town, but probably elsewhere in the country that do like yoga classes on Saturdays and Sundays to get mm-hmm. people in. So you can go take a yoga class at a brewery because you have your resolutions mm-hmm. and then and get then wasted beers afterwards. <laughs> it's, a, it's a total, it's a whole thing. That's always been my favorite thing is the, the tipsy, tipsy yogas and stuff. I'm always like, yeah. why? Are we like this? <laughs> we can't like. Why must yeah, I like be baited with beer? And, and you were right about that. Like the our our friends across the pond, like they don't do this excess amateur night. It's thing gonna be all the time. fartiest yoga class you've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if there are goats there also. Nah. Super stinky beer fart goat smelly yoga. <laughs> I'm in. I'm changing. It's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel Jocelyn in right now with production? Is there a January slump? Does it take a little bit for that shit to get going? Sometimes I've started jobs. At this point, like my years have been so inconsistent in terms of it was, it was always like November, December are dead. There's nothing to do. And then the last three years, it's been like my busiest time of the year. So I don't know. Usually for me, August, July and August are pretty slow. Yeah. Um, and January is kind of a hit or miss. Last year I worked on a pilot in January and... There's a couple of things that might happen in January for now, but I've been chilling. Chilling. Well, it feels good. You got that end of the year pop, so there's a little more security there. Yeah. How about you? Are you like right out of the gates? People are like, let's take care of my skin. So in the history of me, like the spa world specifically, where I work is different because it's like, it's it's a really small boutique spa Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of like moms and like people who work in the industry. So like there's not... 
it gets really busy during the holidays because people want to get in. But like that week between Christmas and New Year is always dead. Whereas mm. when I worked at IU in Chicago, it was fucking crazy because there's multiple rooms and people come in with their families and you can get massages and you can get facials and you can a little get all something that stuff. for everyone. So always like super, super busy, but very heavily reliant on gift cards in January leading yeah. up to Valentine's That's Day. That's what I would think. For sure. All the presents they get for Christmas and yeah. Hanukkah and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And it's great and it's easy and you you know, you always weekends always great, but sometimes the weekdays would, you know, get a little wonky. You know, even my book, um, this week has been good, but like leading into next week is a little light. But then it's like, I take that as an opportunity to be like, I'm going to get the fuck out of town for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I do think with slumps, you know, depending on who you are, if you play your cards, right. And we talked about traveling before I'm always just like, I'm it's slow for a reason. I should like enjoy my yeah, downtime because it's going to get busy again and I'm going to get my ass handed to me. So it's like, <laughs> totally. just live in the moment and be like, yeah, this is great. Being slow is nice. A welcome breather. Welcome breather. Yeah. I'm sure you feel that too. Like it's like, it's nice when things slow down. It's a place where it's like going to war every single day. And then when there's just like a breather, it's like, I am the same way. I like try to like see the positive in it. Like, Mm -hmm. ah, and I can actually talk to someone and not like fake talk to them, but like (laughs) talk to them. Like, how are you? Where do you live? Do you work around here? Not just like, how is that good? Okay. <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, you guys doing okay over here? <laughs> like, it's just I nice. I love that you would say, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you know you've lost your mind yeah. from too much volume when you leave a table and go, uh, goodbye. <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a nice one. I just disappear into like a body of servers. Showing up. Yeah. You crab walk back. Like, I like I, I I want you to wear like a, a hooded cloak and then yeah. like come and like un unveil. They were your like face they were like cloak. they were like the tacos were great, but that weird trolley guy at the end really <laughs> he, creeped like, us he, he out. He pulls the hood down from his cloak and then he says goodbye and he puts the hood back up. Yeah. Why was he holding a lantern? <laughs> why did he Why did he take a drink out of my water? <laughs> Sparkly water. Yeah. What if you just had like a staff that was just I was a like, straw? I was like, excuse me, I'm just really parched. <laughs> <laughs> just gross. I'm so old. I'm so old. My lungs are filled with dust. <laughs> <laughs> a witch cursed me years ago. I've been managing this restaurant for eons. Mm. God. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother episode is getting a witch curse on you. and, and <laughs> <laughs> A witch curse. Hey guys, we're here. Uh, this episode, we're so excited. You guys have been asking. We have answers what to do when a witch curses How your bar. How to break a witch curse. <laughs> How to finally break the spell. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, it is what it is. Uh, this is mid-January. Take some time for self-care. Try and hang on to your money. If you got to get a little side gig, do it. Um, yeah. We're here for you. Or at least listen to our podcast a whole bunch. There you go. And don't feel so bad. There you go. Uh, so I have a tip. I was stream gonna... the slump. Stream the slump. <laughs> or whatever. Binge I don't the know. slump. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a tip for everybody that I'm excited to share with you real quick before mm. everyone goes. Uh, over the holidays, uh, my guy bought me, because I have chronic uh, shoulder pain and I threw out my low back and Joshua tree jumping off a boulder while I was a little drunk anyways <laughs> so uh, my man bought me a black and decker floor buffer Ooh. 
Yeah, this is what they do at Burning Man, apparently, because uh, they're resourceful people. They so buff like, it's each like a other up. Or, or like- I'm going to go get it. But waiters and waitresses, you come home from a shift. I don't think these things are terribly expensive. Uh, you just sit down and you take your floor buffer and you buff out those thigh well, muscles, yeah, front, yeah. back, so butt, it's like calves. Breaking up your fascia, right? Is yeah, what it's doing. Hang on, I'm going to buff Joss. <laughs> oh Wait, God. why would we buff too? I'll buff everybody. I want to have a buff. Okay, let me buff y'all. Me! Joss first, because she's got to go. Hey! No sudden moves. I I also, like, my finger, like, touched his paw and he was over. (gasps) The corners on this table are... Buff it, buff it. Like, just touch them. She's down. Right in the... the, Get that buffer. Did you hit that fucking corner of this table? Awesome. Fill the corner of this table and how horrible. I know, I see. I also, why is this corner so razor blady? <laughs> yeah. Ready. Okay. All right, Joss, let's buff this shit. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, this is great. This is a great thing. I need to get one of these. I have to be honest, I didn't know it was going to be like an actual like tool. Yeah, but I was. I was picturing like not uh-huh. an actual black and decker I floor buffer. Ooh. For Christmas and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Where did and he did find you, this did you, out? Did you affix that no, soft pad to no, it or just it has comes it? comes with it. It's to polish the floor. I have to be honest, I've never buffed a floor this before. Is, I don't buff floors. Come on. <laughs> I, I will. I Got will a little floor. heat oh, going takes, on. Yeah, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's getting really hot. <laughs> It is. Smoking. Ow, ow, You're smoking. ow. All right, I gotta go, guys. We have sign off. All right. Dude. Okay. Oh. Let's thank everyone and I'll buff you. It's fine. <sighs> I can wait. <laughs> um. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Side Work Podcast. Aaron Sign. Always, always lovely thanks to have you. Thanks for having me and thanks for always looking out for everyone during these January slumps. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. And Jossie, come back. Ah, whenever. Oh, hi, Hank. Are you going to bite me, too? Are you going to send off and bite my hand? No more biting, you fucking asshole. He gets a gold star one bite today. Yeah, yeah, Have fun in Palm Springs, Joss. Thanks. And Andrea, I'll see you for the next episode. Okay, you guys, don't forget that. If you could send us a server submitted story, sorry, we have that new email address. Is a, what, what is it, Brooke? Sideworkpod at gmail.com. And also, you guys, uh, we are talking about slumps. We're slumping in... Reviews and ratings. No one has gone to write anything lately, so we love it. It really, really helps. Just take a minute. If you've been listening and enjoying, go to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five yeah, star, don't baby. Don't hate us. And Boston Server, I was only joking about that time. Oh, he <laughs> cool. He cool. Okay. All right. Well, you guys know what we say. Get out there and Godspeed. And, and good, good tips. tips. Yeah. <laughs>